0: Welcome to Ice Twizzle, created by figure skaters, for figure skaters. Hello, welcome back. It's good to be back. Back on ice, back on the podcast. It's good to be back. Um, It's been a while, like four or five months or something like that. So, yeah, it's definitely been the longest that I've not skated for since I started skating. Um, I know that everybody isn't back yet. There are still some some places in the UK that aren't, uh, they're not back on ice yet. Uh, the ones that are in local lockdown in particular. And also not all countries either are, uh, are are back. So, but I think for a lot of people, we are now and it's it's a new world. Um, but it's 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 good to be back. It's good to be back on this podcast. It's good to be making the next episode and uh, and and carrying things forward and hopefully more often. And I have got a good show for you today. I've got a fantastic interview with Courtney from Gliding Stars of Western New York, and we've also got to catch up on the Breaking in a Skate series. And also the the whole getting back on ice thing. Um, I mean, crikey, it's it's tricky, isn't it? It's tricky going back. It's it's difficult getting getting back on ice. Um, I, I was a bit wobbly, and I know I wasn't the only one. I was a bit, I was a bit sort of you know a bit nervous about sort of getting back on in a way. And uh, I think I think some other people were too there were some people that just go back and they just like ducks to water, particularly the younger skaters, um, you know, it seemed to be no time before they would, they would jump in and spinning and, and doing, doing all things like that. But me personally, you know, I had to take it easy and, uh, and still I'm just sort of, uh, working back into it, but it's, it's good to be back. Of course, for, for, for some groups and clubs, it's, it's not so, uh, it's not so easy. And that's, um, kind of one of the one of the aspects of this fantastic interview with uh with Courtney from Gliding Stars of Western New York they you know they they they're doing such um, such brilliant things but are, are still stuck in the uh in in the the confines of not been able to to get back this interview was recorded uh, just a couple of days ago and it's it's fantastic, definitely worth a listen. So uh, here's that interview now. Hello, Courtney. Hi, Phil. Hi. <laughs> I'm pleased, so pleased that you could uh, you could be on the on, on the show. The first the first American, the first the first visitor on the show as well. <laughs> so you you're breaking all kinds of milestones just by your very presence. <laughs> um so you're you're in new york new york state yeah
1: yep we are in new york state we are in buffalo new york right by niagara falls just on the canadian border
0: oh that sounds lovely that immediately paints a, a very picturesque kind of I'm, I'm imagining sort of mountains and waterfalls and it sounds like it sounds very different to here
1: it is unless you come in the winter, and then it's seven feet of snow and a lot of ice.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Do do they do they have public ice rinks?
1: as, yeah, in, like, we, as in
0: like outside ones when it, in the winter. Yes, it freezes.
1: yes, absolutely. We have um, one small outdoor rink downtown, one huge outdoor rink downtown and then some of the lakes and ponds in the area if they freeze heavy enough they will open them to public skating
0: wow wow that's it never gets really that cold here if um if any ponds or lakes freeze here then the only thing you see about it is generally government warnings saying, don't skate, <laughs> don't try and skate on the ponds and lakes. It doesn't get that cold. So it's only ever like, you know, a, a few inches thick, which is never a good idea, really.
1: No, no, I would say no.
0: <laughs> so um, Gliding Stars, uh, you are from from Gliding Stars. I mean, I know that that we we are back in some capacity in terms of skating. So not all of the UK, uh, there are, there are some rinks, some areas that still, still aren't allowed to uh, What's What's the, the skating like there, are the rinks open, are you, is your, your, your club, your group skating or?
1: Well, we have seven chapters. So we have rinks, we have chapters that skate in Florida. Um, we have two in, uh, no, one in Pennsylvania, we have three in Ohio and two here in Western New York. Um, nobody is on the ice right now, only because in most of those areas, with the exception of Florida, which is, you know, if you follow the news, a hot spot for right. COVID right now. So they are shut. And actually I think their the roof on their rink fell in also. Oh, okay. Uh which is its own problem. Yeah. But um Everywhere else, our rinks are open. Skaters are allowed on the ice with no sharing of um, water bottles and yeah. uh, you know distancing between and distancing between the coaches and masks and that. But yeah. for us, we are not on the ice right now because we are a program that teaches people with disabilities to ice skate. Yeah. We start as young as 18 months. Um, we have no upper age limit. I have several guys in their 50s in my group. Oh, well. We're awesome, um, but because of that, we cannot distance ourselves from our skaters. We need to be able to help people stand up. We need to be able to—I, you know—I've got a couple of folks who will run if you give them the opportunity.
0: Okay. Um, okay.
1: So you got to be able to grab them. Yeah. We do have issues getting in and out as fast as the rinks want right now, as well, because yeah. getting people in and out of their wheelchairs. Or off their crutches and into the specialty walkers into their skates, it just takes us a little bit longer yeah. than it would take your average group it
0: it, it, it must be difficult because I mean even us returning um to our rink in an able bodied capacity we've noticed that the you know the rules and the confines sort of arriving exactly at a certain time being off at a certain time um and and you know obviously there's the social distancing sort of element to it, um, and and not being within a, a certain distance of your of your coach. In fact, the coach is actually on on ice at the moment. They're sort of um, kind of like shouting from the sidelines, sort of thing. So mm-hmm. even even able bodied, that's that's quite, sort of quite a quite a task. So I can I can imagine in an adaptive sort of inclusive scenario that'd be that would be very difficult. I must admit, I had no idea um, that Gliding Stars was such a big, a big sort of, a big thing.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Um, We started off under a different name um, in 1977. And then we became Gliding Stars 16 years ago. And uh, the national chapters started in 1994. And I actually, funny enough, Florida was our first national chapter. They were the first ones to open up.
0: All right. Okay. I mean, it, it, and it's it's sort of just it's it's just sort of grown. So so mm-hmm. do you do you sort of um, do you hold events or you, you know is the is there sort of a yearly event or something like that that you that you all get together on or?
1: Um. There's not an event where all the chapters get together. Mm-hmm. Every chapter does its own lessons and every single chapter has a big annual ice show at the end of the year one of the differences is the buffalo chapter because this is where gliding stars was founded yeah we have three rinks or we skate at two rinks three days a week so Uh, we're on the ice saturday sunday and monday the other chapters are a one day a week um kind of thing but everybody has their own big show at the end of the year now we did not get to have ours in western new york because of covid uh we were shut down on quarantine here in new york two weeks before the ice show so that really (laughs) hurt us yeah Yeah, we had everything done and it was just crushing we are everything is kind of shelved right now and we're looking forward to being back out and just putting on the show we had but um a couple of the other places did get to have theirs because they had earlier shows planned you know oh, what right. I mean?
0: Okay. Yeah just just by yeah. just by chance of the timing, basically.
1: Yes. So as far as like us spreading the word, it's kind of always been um, like a family hears about us because they lived in Buffalo and then moved, or they were searching the internet because there wasn't an option for their your their family member. Yeah. Or that kind of thing tends to be how we've spread over the years.
0: I mean, the there must be. I mean, for me, there's huge, this, this huge benefits to skating. And, and I would argue for 99% of the, of the population, there's benefits to, to skating. But, you know, in an inclusive or an in, uh, adaptive sort of sense, you know, what, what kind of benefits do, do you see um, through, through being part of, uh, of the Gliding Stars program?
1: Well, I can actually give you a really personal story because I started as a skater. Um, I, my brother and I were born medically frail. Uh, okay. my father served in Vietnam and the chemicals that the U S government used with Agent Orange affected our genetics. Okay. And so my brother was considered terminal. No worries, by the way, he's 41 and driving me crazy. Okay, so good, good. Don't stress, don't stress over him. But because our medical problems were so severe, most programs wouldn't touch us. We didn't fit in. We were intellectually very capable and physically we were able, but we were limited. And so we ended up at skating because it was one of the few places that would have us. And so I was a selective mute when we first started skating because I had spent my whole life in the hospital, um, you know, with testing and meds and side effects and doctors. And I didn't talk to anyone. You could not touch me. You could not be near me and um, skating was my voice. At nine years old, I finally had a solo and got out in front of everyone. Oh, and they, so, that's and I such a nice gonna, story. I wasn't gonna do it either. I, I got all the way to the ice and panicked, and my mother picked me up and threw me on the ice. She, <laughs> said, she said, we didn't do all this work for nothing. Get out there. <laughs> and I did. And so then I became a volunteer, and my brother became a volunteer. And we grew up and had families and it happens that both of us have children with special needs, but different from our own. Yeah. And so, you know, we went back home. We went to the one place we knew that our kids would be loved and accepted and pushed and treated like a regular person. And we went back to skating. And so my brother's two daughters both started as skaters and became volunteers and my four-year-old son who has a connective tissue disorder is on his third year of skating. Uh, he started right at 18 months and my other son is 16 months. He would have started this year. He'll start next year. So for us, it's uh, been family. Yeah, it's been home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and there is that, I think there is that sense of, of, of home about ice rinks. And I know mm-hmm. people um, including myself when when testing things have happened in, in your life, uh, people find themselves back at the rink. They're there all the time. And it's sort of like a, almost, almost a safe place, which is ironic really because it's on ice <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, uh, and the community that, that goes with, with ice skating is, um, is pretty phenomenal. And, and so it doesn't surprise me to sort of hear that. And it, I, I think, you know for for any for anybody that's um you know thinking twice or 50 50 that are that that are in in the in the us to contact you um what's the website by the way
1: uh it's www.glidingstars.org
0: okay um and uh and also anybody around the world because there's there's inclusive or adaptive skating programs all all, all over all over the world um to 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 get involved because they're you know they're they're sort of they're fantastic fantastic things and i think skating full stop just just has you know loads of loads of benefits basically um mm-hmm. so so what's happening with the show then so it's it's it's, it's off and now it's we just you're just waiting i guess you just
1: that's basically it we we put all our costumes in the warehouse we have all yeah. our props ready and our music ready. And when they give us the green light, we'll get back out there and we'll just have the show we didn't get to have.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it would it be a double
1: celebration. <laughs> yes, it really will. We've been keeping in touch on Facebook. Um, we've got our basket raffle coming up and there'll be a little in person. And we did have a drive by medal ceremony. Our skaters, we, we call our skaters our stars and right. our stars did come by and pick up their medals um, for the end of the year because we did finish a great season, even if we didn't get the show.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And and, and not to sort of take away from what you, you know, what, what you sort of achieved through the, the, whole, yes. the whole season. Um, so the drive-by thing was, I suppose, sort of like parents and people driving by in cars, and then you can sort of like receive your medal that way.
1: That was exactly what we did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've had a a lot lot
1: of our group home residents. That was the first time they had gotten out since the quarantine started actually.
0: Yeah. 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 I I think when you, when you sort of like that, any, any, um, any sort of getting out or sort of human contact, even from a distance is becomes like a, a a really powerful mental thing. And it's, it's something that we all miss, isn't it? We didn't realize we sort of needed it so much until, until it was, until it was gone um i actually uh, i actually saw the uh, the basket the basket competition on uh on twitter and they yeah. they, they they look pretty phenomenal actually the baskets that you, you're ruffling off are, are what's in them
1: we've got all kinds of stuff we have wine we have beer we have kids toys we've got You know, some nice clothing ones. There's some beautiful home decor. There's a little bit of everything. What happened to us was – normal. and there again, normally at the ice show, we have a basket raffle at intermission. Yeah. So these were all the baskets that people had donated for the intermission. And, you know, we don't want them to go to waste, certainly.
0: No, no. Um,
1: So they're beautiful, and there's over 90 of them. And we're hoping that people – Pick up the only thing is you do need to be local, obviously, for the baskets.
0: So I mean, if lo- local to sort of Buffalo, I guess.
1: Yeah, local to Western New York. You know, it's a fairly big area. We can we can make it work pretty much, it, basically anyone in Western New York.
0: So there you go to anybody that's listening. If you if you live in the uh, in the West New York area, then uh, can can they join by going to the the glidingstars.org website?
1: Absolutely. Or can. if you check us out on Facebook um, or on Twitter, you will find the link there as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so pe- people should go and have a look at some excellent, excellent baskets. Um, this something I was, I was thinking some of the images that I know that you've, you've published on, on Twitter, um, mm-hmm. there's, there's certain sort of, um, skate skating aids, um, and, and sort of specialist, specialist equipment that some of the skaters are using. Um, is that something that, that you provide or, or?
1: Yes. So one of the great things about Gliding Stars is that when you sign up, we include everything. You are getting all of your ice, all of your lessons and any equipment that you would need, as well as your costume for the show, everything. Right. Um, but we definitely have people call in from all over the United States and from internationally who would like access to our equipment. And we do sell that and yeah. um so we offer three different models of skates they're all yep. made through the rydell company
0: okay uh, so, it's offer... a, so it's a recognized brand as well isn't it yes so, yeah
1: yes it is and we, we have these these are patented and we've been working with rydell for years they're fantastic wow. uh we have a standard skate which is just a little bit more sturdy and has a little bit wider toe box than what you find on a standard skate and is a little wider all the way through. Yeah. And there's a little extra padding in the ankle just for comfort. Okay. Um, But that's the most similar to an average ice skate. We offer what's called a pronated ice skate. And that one is very wide in the toe box and very wide. It's meant for people who have flat feet. Or who have down syndrome or who have ankles that roll in.
0: Yeah, roll in um, with the pronation. Yeah.
1: Yes. Those if you have flat feet or where there's very, very little arch in that skate. So that if you have a foot that doesn't have an arch, we're not pushing out to an area that you don't really have. Yeah. Um, and those are wider again through the ankle and through the toe to allow a little bit more flexibility while being very supportive. Because a lot of our skaters, um, If you have motor disabilities, so my son has a connective tissue disorder. He wears braces, but Mm -hmm. a skate, a pronated skate is supportive enough to not have to wear his braces. It does take the place for him. However, if you are a skater who wears braces or has a prosthetic foot or two prosthetic legs, we have a skate for that as well. Okay. That is our orthotic skate. It is completely flat on the bottom it is very very wide all the way throughout and it will accommodate almost any type of bracing or prosthetic um legs we've had a number of skaters with prosthetic limbs skate with us for years okay uh who can't get into a normal skate otherwise
0: but, but can in in, in that so, yep
1: i've done beautifully um, and then uh for the walkers we have four types of walkers one is your standard like you might have i'm sure that you guys have at your rinks some of the walkers that people can push around if they are just starting. Yeah.
0: Up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: These are push, just a push little bit. Along
0: skating aids kind of thing. Yes.
1: These are just, they are sturdier. They are steadier. They come in three different heights and the tallest adult one supports up to 350 pounds easily. Okay. So if you have someone who needs to lean more heavily, this walker will do it. They also fold up completely flat for storage because that's always an issue
0: yeah yeah so these
1: work like that um there's actually a lot of recreational ice rinks that buy those from us for their uh recreational skates just their public skates we sell yeah a
0: lot yeah just yeah just a, just a sort of um a, a skating aid for sort of able body. but yes it's, lo- it's, it's lovely to hear though that there's that there's all of this equipment um you know available and and in terms of gliding stars the sort of mentorship that goes that goes with that which, which is lovely which is is the very the very spirit of skating i think it's it's uh, it, it really is wonderful um i can't really say enough how how wonderful a job that i think you're doing uh, in terms of being an advocate of of skating for a start um and then in in terms of of people with disabilities uh on an adaptive front as well you know power to your elbow it's it's absolutely wonderful and you should feel good about yourself
1: thank you well you know i like to tell people we'll meet you wherever you are in your journey if you're not walking if you're not talking that's okay we have a sling seat walker for you we have a bar seat Walker for you we have a way to get you on the ice you can be part of us we don't have silly rules like you have to be this able or this disabled because some you know some programs that are wonderful but they have categories you have to fit into
0: yeah yeah and stop stop pigeonholing I think whenever you start pigeonholing (laughs) anything in life it becomes an issue doesn't it
1: yes and we don't have any of that you know wherever you are in your journey we have a place for you
0: yes that's that's, that is wonderful to hear and hopefully next time i hear from you it will be because your show is on (laughs) yes (laughs) and and because you've you've given away all of your baskets in the most show-stopping raffle year that you've ever had um and power to your power to your elbow courtney it has been absolutely wonderful to speak to you and you are welcome back on the show anytime you like.
1: Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be here.
0: <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye Courtney. Uh, bye-bye. What a wonderful lady and what a, a fantastic organization. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Courtney, you're welcome back anytime, anytime at all. Um, Onto, uh, onto the skates that we were, we were talking about in the in the last episode so my ice dance partner uh, we did this we did this whole i did this whole section actually on uh, in the last episode on on choosing ice skates and how we came about the 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 choice of my uh, my dance partners uh, ice skates which are a deer flamencos the ice dance boots with john wilson blades on and point of it was to as well as, as choosing choosing the skates and going through the process of all the slings and arrows that it took us to choose and try on these skates but also to show what they would like to break in and to be fair they're, they're doing really well I mean they they started off feeling really comfortable for her uh, hardly rubbing at all um, and, and that just sort of carried on there's a, a little bit a little bit of soreness um, towards the top of the boot where, you know it was rubbing on the leg and breaking in the, the, the tongue as well. But it was really minimal compared to uh, boots that she's broken in before. And then there was the break, you know, this four or five month break, and we've, we've just come back. And I think that everybody's boots felt a little bit weird. I mean, I've had my boots for years, and even my boots felt weird. Uh, you, you just sort of, you're not used to wearing skates, are you? Because you've you've been off ice for so long. And even mine, that sort of literally, comfy as an old shoe, did feel a bit strange at first. I think there's an element of that, but then, towards the uh, towards the end of the the first session back, you could you could see where they were visibly sort of you know rubbing at the top of a leg and whatnot, and um, just getting a bit uncomfortable by by where the tongue is and that sort of whole lace bite kind of area. And so I think that might be the last kind of part to to break in, but she's, she seems pretty well on them, to be honest. And then the, the last couple of times that we've gone since being back, no, no problem at all, really. It was more concentrating on us getting back to skating than it was on breaking in the boots, which is great. You know, that's what you want out of a set of boots, really, new boots. You don't want to be concentrating on your boots. You want to be concentrating on skating, don't you? So... So they they're breaking in fairly well, fairly well. So I'll I'll keep you posted on uh, on what they go go like because uh, they're inclined to change over the next few weeks and months whether that'll be uh, for better or worse then then we shall see. But it's great to be back. It's great to have wonderful wonderful guests on the show like Courtney and we should be having a lot more of them. If you do have any uh, any interests in in speaking or something that you'd like to talk about on the show, then you can always drop me a line at info at twizzle.com and I will always give them a read. So, until next time, keep skating, take it easy. Bye-bye for now. You have been listening to the Ice Twizzle Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe.